Well, I think we're up. How are we doing, guys? Everybody good to go this morning? We're here to praise the Lord. Let's stand up. We're going to sing a song together to kind of get everybody walking in here. The joy of the Lord will be my strength. I will not falter. I will not faint. He is my shepherd. I am not afraid. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord will be my strength. He will uphold me all of my days. I am surrounded by mercy and grace. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength, the joy of the Lord will be my strength, I will not waver walking by faith, He will be strong to deliver me safe, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Y'all have to see the moment. All right, good job. Hey, uh, I first want to take a minute and I want to uh, just say thank you to our live stream audience. Uh, Cynthia and I were up there uh, doing the live stream. Welcome. And just it seems like week in and week out, there's just so many people who are just checking in online, who are coming to worship with us, who are coming to be a part of this forever family. And I just want to thank the Lord. Also, we have some, some uh, uh, live stream viewers uh, in here with us today in person. Fantastic. Thank you for coming. But just being a part of that forever family and showing that God's reach is boundless, right? That there is nowhere that, that, his, uh, that he cannot touch wherever we are and for whatever we need. Guys, we want to thank you for being a part of this family week in and week out, choosing to love God, to love others, and to share the message of Jesus, and to do that with your forever family. Welcome home, guys. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, 
Let me be singing when the evening comes. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul. I'll worship Your holy name. In love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship Your holy name. And on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come, still so we'll sing your praise unending ten thousand years and then forevermore. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship your His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship your holy name, I'll worship your holy name, I'll worship your holy name. Now we come together on Sunday. For a lot of reasons, some of it's for edification of the body, some of it's to bring healing to people, sometimes it's just to share the gospel and get the gospel to those who definitely need it, but we come together primarily for one reason, to honor our Lord and Father, to sing praises to Him. So as we sing this morning, keep that in mind. There's a stirring deep within me, could it be my time has come, when I see my gracious Savior face to face when all is done, is that His voice I am hearing, come away my precious is he calling me? Is he calling me? I will rise up, rise. 
Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, birth through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still and striving cease. My gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on that cross that Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. For every sin on him was laid, here in the death of Christ I live. Morning, guys. So I've been reading a little bit in the Old Testament, and uh, you know when you come across those sections of Scripture that God instructs them, He has very specific uh, instructions to do things. It's almost kind of boring in some ways. It makes you want to uh, kind of skip that section. But I've been kind of studying some of that, just the symbolism of Jesus being there in a lot of those uh, specific instructions. And one in particular is when the Israelites were wandering around in the desert and God instructs them to build a tabernacle. And so in the tabernacle was the place that they could they could go and worship God. But in this tabernacle, there were two rooms. Uh, one was the, the holy place where the people went to worship God, and the other one was the holy of holies. And that's where God dwelt. 
and separating these two rooms was a veil. And if you're like me, when I think of a veil, I think of like a maybe a bride's veil, something that's sheer and maybe delicate. But that's not the type of veil that God had them to construct and to build to separate the, the holy place from the holy of holies. The veil was 30 feet long, 30 feet wide, and four to five inches thick. It's been said that two horses couldn't pull this thing apart. And woven into the veil was these three cherubim-like figures that were symbolic of being defenders of God's holiness. It was almost as if to say, you sinners can go no further. I do not enter. And so the purpose of the veil was to separate the people from the presence of the Holy God. And it was a constant reminder that sin separates the sinner from the Holy God. And the only way into the Holy of Holies was only a priest, only once a year, and only via blood sacrifice. It was blood payment for uh, sin to enter into God's presence. Now fast forward 1,600 years later when Jesus died on the cross and His body was torn, blood was shed on the cross by Jesus, the veil was torn from top to bottom. And the payment was made once and for all for sinners. Now one of those parallel verses... Is in Hebrews 10, I want to read to you, uh, starting in verse 19. It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way that He opened for us through the curtain that is His body. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, with full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us, to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. So even back then in the Old Testament, Jesus was there. Jesus is the only way to God. In fact, Jesus said in John 10:9, he said, I am the door and he who enters through me will be saved. Let's pray. Father God, we uh, we love you. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for the cross and uh, how that impacts each one of us here. And as sinners, um, you have made a way uh, to you. We thank you for Jesus. Uh, we thank you for his blood. And uh, we thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. How great the chasm that lay between us, how high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into